Well, greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Bishop Harry Wood with Foundational Faith today. We count it a pleasure to be with you again in our podcast, and we thank all of our family members for coming, and maybe you're a new listener today. We just want to encourage you just to take time and open your Bible if you can. If you cannot, just make a note of the Scriptures and go back. For some while now, we've been taking some themes out of the Gospel of John, and also we have been dealing with the I Ams and some of the characteristics of the names of God and how they also give us an understanding of who we are in Christ, especially in our last episode. Today, we want to kind of bring some closure to some of the things that we have been discussing, and we'll be bringing some other topics in the near future. Also, we mentioned on our last podcast that we're going to be doing something new also by the first of the year. We're going to be doing uh, from the pulpit, and these will be messages that I have preached over the years. I have over 500 uh, recordings, and we're going to be sharing some of those with you in the near, near future. But we will continue to take uh, some topic studies, and I'm sure we'll be doing some more things from the Gospel of John. Today we want to take our attention and look at uh, John chapter number number 8 and verse 57 and verse 58 with our thought that we're going to bring about today. It says in verse number 57 and verse 58 of the 8th chapter of the Gospel of John, Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet fifty years old, and thou hast seen Abraham. Jesus saith unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was... I am. Now, we have been dealing with some of the I am's and went through the I am's. And if you have not uh, listened to those uh, podcasts or broadcasts, we encourage you to go back to our library, find those. And I believe that they will be helpful and inspirational to you in your study of God's word. Today, we want to look at a thought to think about in the fact of him being I am. And of course, the passage of scripture here that the gospel John, John, the writer, the apostle brings to our attention is that Jesus himself is telling the Jews here that he was before Abraham or before Abraham was I am and that he had actually seen Abraham. And of course, this confounded them. But we need to understand with our thought today that we find scripture in Revelation that's very important, the, the uh, book of Revelation that's important with our thought today. And our thought today is I am reveals the beginning and the end. And of course, as we know, even in the Greek alphabet, we have alpha and we have omega. And even those letters are the first and the last letters of the alphabet. And there is the uh, understanding of this uh, from Scripture, of how that, that is used in Scripture. Let's look at uh, Revelation chapter number 1. And I want to read a passage of Scripture that may be uh, familiar with you, and I hope it is. If not, we want to put it in your ear today. Or if you'll write it down and go back at another time, we want to look at two verses of Scripture. One is in chapter 1, verse 8, and the second is verse number 17. With that being said, in verse number 8 of Revelation 1, it says, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Then let's look at verse number 17. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. Now, 
we want to understand, first of all, that this is Jesus himself speaking to John the Apostle as he penned the book of Revelation. And Jesus himself is declaring here that he is the first and that he is the last. He is the beginning and he is the ending. And that uh, that uh, he, he reveals himself to John. In verse number 17, we see as John fell as if he was dead. Uh, and, and the Lord himself said, fear not. And that's not the first time that John had ever heard his Lord say, fear not. He said, I am the first and the last. And so, <laughs> excuse me, with that being said, I want us to also emphasize how important that we Again, understand that God operates, if we can say that word operate, uh, or exist in that of eternity. Doesn't exist in time as man. He allows us to have a concept of time. But with God, if we can say time, is eternal. There is no real beginning and no ending because it begins with Him. and And if there ever was an ending, it would end with Him. But there again, I want you to see something else that I think that's kind of interesting. In verse number eight, it says, which is, which was, and which is to come. That does give us a concept of time, but yet it also speaks in the rim of something that never ceases, but yet it speaks of past, it speaks of present, and it speaks of that of future tense. So there's this, this concept of eternity, that that exists time, as we would say, but eternity that does not have to have factions or fractions of time or uh, intimates of time. So with that being said, let's begin to think about how that in the fact that I am or Christ himself is the beginning and the end, that again reveals to us that he is the self-existing one, the one that was definitely before Abraham, and he revealed himself as the beginning and the end, even to the Jews there. And then the, the book of Revelation, we see this. And Paul wrote, even in Colossians chapter 1 and verse 16 through verse number 19. I won't read all of it, but I will make concept of it. Uh, and it says that he was before all things and the creator of all things. The one, uh, the one that all things consist by. So we understand sometimes the name Yahweh is rendered as Alpha and Omega also. And that would be the Hebrew name for Lord. It would be also given us the understanding of I am. And we can again relate to the passages of Scripture that are Scripture that we shared in Revelation. And there's other Scriptures that could be considered uh, also in Revelation other than uh, verse number 8. We could look at uh, even Revelation chapter 1 and verse number 4. Um, I believe it was Revelation chapter 1 and verse 4. It says there, John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you, and which was and which is um, to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne. So there again we see the element of him being eternal, existing in past, present, and future tense. And then we could even look at Revelation 2 and verse 8. I won't turn to all these passages of Scripture, but you may want to look at them. And these are just references further in him being the first and the last, filling eternity. Uh, Revelation 21 and verse 6, Revelation 22 verse 13. 
So with that in mind, we understand how that Yahweh, even the, the Hebrew name, can be referenced and re- rendered as Alpha and Omega, and, and that he was even before Abraham, and he is in the concept of creation. Let's just make a, a, an observation here. Uh, and I think that observation could be how that, um, uh, first of all, we can see that uh, the very facts that are so vivid before us could be that of even how that there's the issue like creation, good and evil in our world, thoughts of death, the afterlife. And these are just a few things to mention. The historical proofs that Jesus was born in a documented town that still exists today. Records of world leaders that lived at his birth, such as Caesar, Augusta, Herod the Great, Serenus, the governor of Syria. Um, what I'm saying here is in the concept of, of past present and even future that we've not even really discussed future uh, but he still exists uh, and we know that there is a future in Christ we, we maybe there is some things we can uh, things but what we want to observe here is how that we we can build upon this that uh, the call for faith is necessary and we've even been teaching in the last lessons uh, of some of our podcasts uh, the importance of of the theme of the gospel of John was none other and still is for us to understand that he is the son of God, that Jesus is the son of God. So there's this call for faith that's necessary. And this is the very reason John does uh, such a wonderful job to present Jesus as the son of God, the Messiah and our lamb of God, his writings, are from eyewitness accounts. John learned ministry as a disciple of Jesus. John witnessed his death, one of the first to view his resurrection of more than 500 that saw Jesus alive after his resurrection. For scripture tells us in the gospels that John even outran Peter to the tomb after the women reported of Jesus being gone from the tomb. Listen, I believe this without a shadow of a doubt. It surely, surely, surely it takes less faith to believe that Jesus is the Messiah than to embrace the ideologies of the world. Jesus himself said, just a little faith as the size of a mustard seed could move the mountains into the sea. So God today and through his word is and even I believe the beckoning of the Holy Spirit is calling us to exercise upon faith today. John's record, uh, the Gospel of John, and even we could say the writings of the book of Revelation, John's record clearly bears witness with other scripture of who Jesus was. John so gracefully expounds on the eternal existence of Jehovah, I am, the Alpha and Omega. One must remember, and we've already began to, or we need to remember that we have already discussed the I am's or the seven I am's. Uh, Let us remember all the seven I am's consist of John's introduction to us. We need to remember uh, that we can view Jesus, the great I am, as more than a baby in swaddling clothes. He's more than a great teacher. Uh, He's more than a rabbi. He's more than a miracle worker of his day. To recognize him as Jehovah from the Old Testament that came 
in the appointed time to reveal himself as the great I am. And we even see him revealing himself as the I am there in John chapter number eight, verses 57 and 58 to the Jews. And Jesus even said there uh, through John, the writer in John chapter one and, and verse number 12 uh, or verse number 14, excuse me. He said that he came into his own and Jesus came to his own, the Jew first, that they could know him the great I am. It confirms throughout the age past and yet to come, he is our sufficiency. Thank God that we have those references of scripture in the, in the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ penned by the writer John that he is Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the end, but I like even the terminology that he was given, that John the Apostle was given, that he was that that was. He he is that that is and that that is to come. So we see we see the, the actual concept of past and even present and future tense. So with that, we can understand that throughout the ages and yet to come, Jesus Christ is definitely our sufficiency. He is our redeeming lamb. Oh, hallelujah today. He is our risen victorious lamb. He is our way. He is the truth, and He is the abundant life, and in Him we have life, or we live. Listen, I want to just give you an opportunity to understand today that we have a privilege. We have a privilege to be His sons, or to be His in His family. Yes, today, every person that ever has been born, every person that will ever be born, are that of the creation of God. But listen, because of the fall of man, because of the fall of Adam and Eve into sin, we are no longer the children of God. We are the creation of God. But through the redemptive work of Jesus Christ at the cross, through him coming to be that sacrificial lamb, we can be restored, reconciled, renewed, reborn into the family of God. Isn't that exciting today? And I hope that you are not dismayed like even the rabbi, that of Nicodemus that had to learn and understand. And I believe today that even as we're teaching, I'm praying for the illumination of the Spirit of God. If you don't quite understand this, because even this great rabbi, this, this one that would have been learned in John chapter 3, he asked that question, what should a man do to be born again? And he even gave the concept, well, do you enter back into your mother's womb and be born again? But no, no, no. Jesus said, except you be born of the Spirit. Oh, hallelujah. End of the water. And we can talk into that rims later. That's not talking about water baptism in the sense of water. It's talking about being immersed into the body of Christ. So therefore, we understand that Jesus has come as our redeeming lamb, our risen victorious lamb, risen, victorious. He's our way. He's our truth. He's our abundant life. In him we live. Now we have the privilege, as John 1, 12 says, but as many as received him, to them gave he power or the privilege or the authority, the capability, amen, to become the sons of God 
even to them that believe on his name. And one of my scriptures that I know that you've heard me use before, but it is so prominent that we remember that the Bible says in Romans chapter 10 and verse 13, for who saved shall be saved. And isn't that wonderful today that we can call upon the name of the Lord? We can call upon him. We can ask him to redeem us, to bring us from that of where we have been in that of our sin sinful nature, we can repent of our sin. Upon reading the passages of Scripture uh, that I've just quoted, there of John chapter 1 and verse number 12, that we now can receive Him. I want to encourage you today, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Savior, to allow Him, allow Him as your Savior, if you uh, already are His Son, I want us to recognize how that we can live in the privilege of what I am has given to us. Faith, we live in the power of for total sufficiency. I challenge each one of us to begin with the seven compound names that we have taught about. Uh, and you can go back to that lesson about the seven years for our benefit as a daily decoration. Remember, I told you that one person, or I'd heard that I've read, where there has been composed or, or believed that there is at least 365 compound names for God that that reveal his characteristic. I'm not talking about 365 gods. I'm talking about God that is self-sufficient, that is the I am. He is the all in all. He is all we need. Glory to God. And these compound names exalt. They give uh, understanding of who Christ is for our benefit. So uh, these names will empower us and they will equip us for victorious living. Oh, hallelujah. The great I am that we can live in his power and his anointing and his resurrected life. Praise the Lord. If you don't know this Christ that I have been speaking of, or you have been a skeptic, I want to encourage you today to realize that you now have, through even what we've taught or maybe others that you have been following or reading the Word of God, you have enough knowledge that you can understand. And right now, I'm praying that the Holy Spirit is illuminating your mind with what you know to be the truth of God's Word. If you don't know Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, if you've never trusted Him, or you're a believer today and you're not operating in the full capacity of those compound names and the benefit of who God is today, I want to give you a challenge as we pray and before we leave you today. I'm going to ask God to speak to you, to minister to you, and you may want to pray with us and ask God just to come into your life if you don't know Him. And if if you're a believer today, just ask God to help you to take his word and to believe what God says and act upon it today. Father, I come in the name of Jesus. I pray for every one of our podcast family. Lord, I listen. Lord, I just pray right now for that one that may be listening for the first time. Lord, I just ask that you would just speak to their hearts, that you'd illuminate their minds. God, I pray that right now the Spirit of God would speak to them. Father, I pray right now for that one that is needing just to say, Lord, I'm a sinner. I confess my sin. I repent of my sin. I will turn 
from my way, and I will trust you that I know now that you are my only way and that you're the truth and that you're the life. And I come into this relationship with Jesus Christ, knowing that the precious blood of Jesus has been shed for the remission of my sins. I accept you as my Lord. I accept you as my Savior. I accept you as that substitute lamb for my sin. And right now, I just ask in Jesus' name that I not only acknowledge you as my Savior, but I acknowledge you as my Lord to serve you the rest of my life. And even those that are praying right now that are a believer, Father, I just ask in Jesus' name to allow me to see who you are, that I can take and I can I can apply the word of truth, the word of God today, and I can walk in the benefits of all and all of who you are, Christ, and live this victorious life in Jesus. And I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. If you've prayed today with us, I would just be thrilled to know it. And if we can be of any other help to you spiritually. And our goal is in the days ahead and through the library that we've already established that we are being a help to you spiritually in your growth and also in the future as we uh, add to our library teachings and, 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 and Bible doctrines and thoughts that I believe that will be beneficial. God bless you today. If you would like to reach us, reach out to us. If you would like to leave us a message, you're more than welcome through uh, the platform. But also, I want to ask you if you would, just email us if you'd like to at Pastor Harry 870 at yahoo.com. We would love to hear from you if you would just make reference in your reference uh, or subject line. Uh, podcasting foundational faith so we'll know we'd love to hear from you just let us know if you've prayed today we want to be a spiritual help and we'll be coming back very soon within the next week at least with another podcast and before long as I said we will be talking about uh, that of some messages uh, from the pulpit again we will be soon starting another series of teachings God bless you, and we look forward to uh, hearing from some of our family very soon. God bless you.